Thank you for listening to the Legacy Church Podcast. To connect with us, go to LegacyNB.com. Now enjoy some teaching, healing, and prophetic ministry from one of our Encounter and Equip services. But before we move forward, I just want to just give you permission. If you need to stay at the altar, stay. Like, we have no agenda but the Lord's. Okay? This is all about Jesus and what He wants to do. You know, we started these encounter services not too long after COVID, and and we don't want to just get used to being in a an agenda. You know, we want to really, we say we give Holy Spirit permission to do what He wants to do, and we do in this house, but we set aside the last Sunday of the month for those of you who are visiting for what we call an encounter service. Not that we don't encounter Him every Sunday, but we're very intentional in this house to build and extend the kingdom and to equip the saints for the work of ministry. And ministry is not just a title position or in these four walls. In fact, ministry, that word means to administrate, like at least in kingdoms, like like in England, is a kingdom. There's a king, there's a kingdom, a queen, right? And and there's, a, there's the ministry of education and the ministry of finance and the ministry of things. Like it just, that word ministry just means administration of a kingdom. And it's the king's domain that we want to extend. And all of you as sons and daughters, you have an inheritance in Christ. We're not orphans. We're not slaves. We're sons and daughters. And there's nothing we have to do to earn our inheritance. All we do is receive it in our identity in him. And so if you don't know Jesus, I'm going to start with that right now. If you don't really know him, you might know about him. You might know his name. You might have heard him talked about. You might have seen him in a movie. But if you don't know him as your personal Lord and Savior, and he's got to be both. He can't just be your Savior. He's got to be your Lord. He's got to be king of everything. He really is not just king of glory. He's got to be king of your life to live within you so that when I talk about his presence, I'm not waiting for the feels. I'm not waiting for the emotion. I'm not waiting for the feels. I'm not waiting for the song to hit that place. Like I love when the anointing comes, okay? But it's his presence who's with you all the time. He lives inside of you. He goes where you go. Do you not know that your body is a temple? of the Holy Spirit, that you are more than a conqueror in Christ. You're an ambassador in Christ Jesus, but you're also a walking embassy. When the Lord showed me that one day, he's like, everywhere you go, you extend my kingdom. Because we're from another place. When you're a citizen of heaven, you get to establish the kingdom everywhere you go. You don't have to wait for these four walls on Sunday morning. You don't have to wait till someone shares a, you know, a, a, a verse or two or a sermon. You just go with him because he's one with you. That's why we sing that song. Where you go, I will go. What you say, I will say. What you do, I will do. And we do it in like manner because that's what Jesus did. He said, I only do what I see the Father do. And I only say what I hear the Father say. And if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. He and I are one and the same. So we're going to go after healing. And I know it sounds really funny because I'm sitting here with a leg brace on. And a lot of people are asking, so I'm just going to tell everybody the whole story. I'm not going to tell you all the story. We went skiing last week. I fell. (laughs) It's really that simple. But here's the miracle in it. Um, We had like two feet of snow. So I don't know if you guys have ever gone skiing before. Skiing in really thick two feet of fresh snow is not easy on day three. My right leg did exactly what it was supposed to do. My left leg didn't. <laughs> Went into the snow. My knee popped really loud. I screamed really loud. And um, <clears throat> the rest is history because I said, I'm getting up. I'm like immediately started praying for creative miracles. My knee did not swell. Um, was, went down with ski patrol, did all the things. They tested me out. I was able to stood up, passed all the tests. They said, well, I guess we'll let you go. Um, you know, and so talk to my doctor. He does not think it's an ACL tear. We'll see, but um, there may be something, the meniscus or something. I have no pain, you guys. I have no pain at all. This is really for security. It's weak and unstable, right? So I just don't do more damage on it, and it gets a little sore after I stand on it for a really long time. But, but I'm not in any pain. But here's the thing. Even if I was, 
That's not going to stop me from praying for everybody else in this room or having you guys pray for people, right? Because what I had to do on that mountain is declare and decree a thing and it will be established. Because I immediately held my knee. I was like, no, 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 no. After I got past the pain a little bit, right? I was like, no, 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 Jesus. No, 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 no. Because I'm immediately like, no surgery, no pain, creative miracles right now. Like, you know what I mean? There was no swelling, no pain. I'm just saying there was a little bit like in the very, very beginning, but but I don't have any pain. It's just weak. But even if I did, even if I did, guys, I have a little bit of congestion. It doesn't matter. See, the thing is, is we think that we got to be all healed up and cleaned up and look really good and be perfect and have no problems in order to be used by God. And it's just not true because he's the healer. It's not us. We're always going to be faltered, failing, imperfect, not good enough. He's the one who does it all. All you have to do is be a willing vessel. Amen. So we're going to go after healing today. Now, I do have a few words of knowledge. There have been some that have been released and given to me. Um, someone actually said left knee pain, and then they saw my knee. So it wasn't, it wasn't just because of that. But if you have a left knee issue, please stand. And if there's any pain specifically like under the knee on the outside, um, and, and I don't know if this is related or not, because this isn't, the pain I have is actually, if there is any pain or sensitivity, it's actually on the inside of my knee, not the outside. But the word of knowledge was the outside lower knee, left knee. Are y'all, y'all left knees or are we just claiming right ones too? Because if you want to claim a right one too, see, that's like childlike faith. It's like, I don't care. You said knee, I'm standing up. No, I'm really serious. Like, just because I said left knee, that's really specific. That, that builds faith to the one who has the left knee pain. That builds faith for the one when I tell you exactly where that pain is at and you're like, oh, God may be talking right to me. That grows your faith a little bit. But with childlike faith, I can go, I don't care. You said knee. If it's right knee too, go ahead. If it's both knees, go ahead and stand up. We're going to go after knees for a second. All right. So Lord, I thank you for knees, that you're healing knees right now. There's no more pain. There's no more swelling. There's no more inflammation. There's no more arthritis. We cancel that in Jesus' name. We erase every diagnosis, even if it was true. God, your truth with a capital T supersedes any other. So I thank you. We release healing right now in those knees in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, somebody has a left hip issue too. Is that somebody in the room that's a left hip issue? Is that the same, same one right there? So we thank you, Lord, that you're healing your left hip right now. All pain go in Jesus' name. And those of you standing right now, I just want you to test it out. Because that's what I had to do. I had to stand up on the mountain. I said, I'm going to stand. I'm going to be able to stand. And I stood up and I was able to put pressure on my knee. By faith, you have to activate it. So just move around, do something maybe you couldn't do. If you couldn't bend, if you couldn't turn, Put a little bit of weight. Be gentle, but put a little weight on it. Just notice if you had any pain, has it changed at all? Do you feel any different? Okay, we've got one. It's starting to change. It's starting to move. Listen, creative miracles. Miracles happen in an instant. Healing sometimes happens over time. Even Jesus prayed twice, right? So that's always, you know, follow Jesus, okay? So I'm modeling for you guys what we're about to do for everybody else with all the other stuff, okay? So once you test it out, Okay, if it's changed, we want to know on a scale of 0 to 10. If your pain was at an 8 and it moved at all, if it went down at all, God's doing something. We thank him. We wave one hand because we know something's happening. This is not just by faith only. This is like, no, really, something's happening. I feel it. There's tingling or heat or something going on. It's a little less. It's a little looser. Okay, this is what we do. And so we're going to pray again. So, Father, I thank you that you're healing knees right now. Lord, I thank you for creative miracles, whatever is needed, as you rework any tendon, any ligament, any cartilage that's needed, Father, um, that all inflammation will go, all pain will go, full mobility will come back to the knee joint in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord. I've healed so, I've seen healing in knees so many times. So we thank you, Father, for healing right now in the knees in Jesus' name. Amen. So test it out again. And just notice, and especially the one with the left hip, just kind of see, is there any pain? Is pain gone? Okay, is it moved? Is all the pain zero? Is it at zero? If it's just, if it's better, wave one hand at me. If it's better, look, look. If it's better, wave one hand, even if it's a little bit, okay? Look, okay. Now, if it's completely gone, I want you to do two hands like this. If you're at 100%, we got one right here is 100%. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Are you willing to testify? You don't have to come out to the front. I won't make you. But 
If you're willing to testify, I want you guys to be able to come up front. Why do I say that? I don't want to put pressure on you. I know that people don't like to always speak in front. That's okay. But it gives God the glory, right? And because if he'll do it in one, he'll do it in another. But that's also why we wave. It's because we know it adds faith to the room. God's moving. He's doing something. We had five people waving their hands with one hand here. God's moving, and it's moving, and it's continuing to go. And, Lord, we thank you. They're going to go all the way to zero, no pain at all, to 100% wholeness and healing. In Jesus' name, that's what we go after. And that's why we also ask you to do the two hands. It's because, again, it adds faith, and those that are around will be able to clap and give glory to God. Why? Because when faith rises in the room, more stuff can happen right? Because the one thing we have to deal with is unbelief, okay? We have to deal with the unbelief or the, oh, well, I guess it'll be there for a little longer, or the disappointment. We have to fight that. We have to go. I'm praying for plan A. I know reality. I'm not in denial. I may have to wear a brace. I may have to do whatever, physical therapy, whatever it is, but I'm still praying for plan A because God is good and he's still the healer on the throne, right? Amen? Okay. Now, anybody else that needs a healing or if you still need a healing, I'm going to ask you to stand up. No matter what it is, whether it's shoulder, back, if you have eye issues, um, dry eyes always keeps coming to my mind. Um, if you have dry eye issues, if you have congestion at all, that could be most of us in the room. I don't know. If a lot of funky <clears throat> allergy stuff going on. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We continue to pray for that hip. There's something about the inner ear. If someone's having maybe balance issues or imbalance stuff in the inner ear. Is that anybody in the room? Thank you. There's one right there. Two. Thank you, Lord. Three. There's another one. Lord's healing in inner ear. Thank you, Jesus. Um, tinnitus. Does somebody have tinnitus? Okay, there's another one. There's one with tinnitus. We thank you, Lord, that you're healing tinnitus. See, when he just, listen, it's just like when we're hearing for prophetic words. It's just an impression. It's a thought, a picture, or sometimes a word. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And if you guys get words of knowledge, don't, be, don't hesitate to tell Jay or me or one of the leaders or whatever, pass those words of knowledge forward. You guys learn to check your body or to hear and listen when the Lord is releasing something. Even if you're not sure, just pass it forward to us and we'll, we'll release it. All right. So thank you, Lord. Just by the word of knowledge, because you stood up by the word of knowledge or just by faith you stood up, you could be healed right now just by that without us even praying. So I want you to check your body just in case. Sometimes he does that just when we just step out in faith in a moment or by the word of knowledge being released. Anybody notice a difference? Wave one hand at me right now. Just by the word of knowledge. Just want to see. Just by the word of knowledge. Okay. We got a couple. Thank you, Lord. All right. So now everyone else around, you're the ministry team. You're the ministry team. Go ahead and ask that person what they need prayer for. Find somebody. Make sure everybody that's standing has somebody to pray with them. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to encourage you guys to get up and move if you need to get up and move and to find somebody. Come on, let's let's learn to love on each other. If you want to be activated, God can use you. And it's a real simple four-year-old prayer. What's wrong and what needs to go? It's a simple prayer. You don't have to have flowery language. We just command the pain to go in Jesus' name. Healing come in Jesus' name. Ears open in Jesus' name. Sinuses open in Jesus' name. Speak to the pain or speak to the ailment and command it to open. We can command the earth. We can speak to the earth. We can speak to the body. We can speak to the pain. We command every spirit of infirmity to leave now in Jesus' name. Let healing come. Just pray quickly. You don't have to pray long. We thank you, God. We thank you, Lord. All pain go in Jesus' name. All pain go in Jesus' name. Healing come in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for healing tonight us, Lord, right now. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Let's test it out now. Test it out. We don't need to have long prayers. Just test it out. Thank you, Jesus. It's not our prayers and how long they are, how loud they are. It's our prayer by faith. We thank you, Lord. Now test out, if you can, test it out. That's the act of faith. Anybody notice a difference? Wave one hand at me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. There's some improvements. 
Thank you, Lord. There's a couple hands waving. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Bill, would you come up? Thank you, Lord. If you need to pray a second time, feel free to pray a second time. Test it out. All right. If you have a testimony you want to come and share, I'm going to invite you to go ahead and come up to the front if you have a testimony. I'm going to have Bill share a healing testimony right now if you guys will continue to pray if you need to. But Thank you. So this has been... This has been ongoing for about two months now. Um, I guess everything kind of started the last time I was in here in the drum cage. But um, prior to that, about a week before that, I got bit by something and went over and got some medical treatment and got on some uh, some meds for it. And um, in the midst of being in there, I lost all the feeling below my elbow. Right in the middle, I think we were in the second or third song or something like that, but everything from my elbow down went completely numb couldn't feel anything um so later on in the week you know i got medical attention for it obviously but later on in the week i ended up getting uh, i spent the night in the hospital and um it's because my arm believe me my right arm almost looked like it was popeyes and then my left arm didn't it was <laughs> literally had it was swollen almost twice the size of my other arm so um I spent the night in the hospital later on that week, and I was diagnosed, had something known as uh, rhabdomyolysis. And so basically a lot of the muscle broke down and ended up pouring into my bloodstream. Um, and so been dealing with that for quite some time, like I said, about two months. And um, it's it's been a pretty trying time. Um, I was... I was gracious for being able to get my faith renewed just prior to this happening and everything else. Cause I, in all honesty, I think I would have broke at this point had I not actually had that renewing of my faith in early to mid January. Um, but it was getting to the point, my, my body started to swell. I'd be, I'd be going days at a time, sometimes weeks without my wedding ring. Cause my, cause my body swelled so much. Um, and I was told to get on some, some insets on a high level of naproxen to try to get the swelling down in my arm. Um, both my wife and I reached out to some uh, godly people, some kingdom-minded uh, medical professionals, because kind of losing faith in the traditional medicine obviously wasn't working or anything else like that. Um, we did so, and ended up getting referred, uh, you know, and, and reaching out to a, uh, uh, what do they call it, a nephrologist, which is basically a kidney doctor. Um, and so with all that and everything else, and I also just kind of to backtrack a little bit, I just kind of felt the Holy Spirit also saying, come off of all the, the incest, the naproxen, everything else like that. Even though I still had to get the swelling down to my arm, come off of it, you know, and I did. I came off of it despite the, you know, my doctor saying not to. So I did so, and by the time, what was it, even last Sunday, when I came here last Sunday, I was still miserable, still walking around. My whole body felt like it was just like got done with a huge workout. Every single day would feel like this, you know, hard to walk, hard to move, com like con uh, consistent nausea for two months straight. Um, all the way up to last Sunday. I continued getting prayed over. You know, a bunch of this congregation has prayed for me over and over and over again. And they did not go unheard. You know, come Monday, I woke up feeling 100%. Literally just overnight felt 100%. Come Tuesday, I had almost full control over my arm. I had my first appointment with the nephrologist on Thursday, and he took a look at me, and he's like, yeah, you don't have rhabdomyolysis. You, you do not have any trace of this whatsoever. I can usually see this. Now, don't get me wrong. Still using wisdom in this, you know, he, he said, go get a blood test. We'll go and verify and everything else like that, you know, and we'll follow up in a couple weeks. But as of right now, I mean, there's nothing that I can see in here that has any trace of this whatsoever. And if there is any trace of it, it'll be gone within days. So, so all in all, 
one one of the biggest reasons why I'm up here right now. You know, Revelation tells and tells us, you know, we're overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of the testimony. And right now, I want to release healing over anybody in this room. You know, even to the point of where you're looking around and you're just you're you're at the point where you're like, I can't go on anymore. This just this this is horrible. You know, I want to release a sense not only of peace but i want to release that healing over over this whole entire congregation right now so father lord thank you lord thank you for your healing thank you for your grace father and thank you lord for being a good good father lord we don't understand all the circumstances but what we do know is that you are good all the time father and right now i release that healing lord i release that healing i release just that 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 divine encounter over this whole entire congregation father i pray that you'll just give that sense of peace give healing over everyone in here father whether blood issue whether muscle issue whether anything anything father it's done it's paid for on the cross father it's your name we pray amen isn't that good <clears throat> thank you Lauren. Um, I've been dealing with some lower back pain for some time and uh, I've had a couple people praying for it. And, um, when she was just calling out what, you know, what she's feeling and before anybody laid hands on me, um, she said, try it out. And I twisted and all of a sudden I felt this pop, like a physical pop in my back. Like I just got an adjustment. Um, usually the way it works on my back gets warmed up throughout the day. So I won't know for sure until I wake up in the morning. That's when I feel it the most. But I know that when I stood up and I moved and I felt a pop out of nowhere, it was a big pop in the, the lower part where that, I usually feel the pain. So thank you, God. So good. Hi, honey. I just want to say in 2019, I fell on the porch and I went to emergency surgery for my hip and they gave me three screws. And I kept telling them about two months later that one came out. Okay, and then when that, they said, oh, no. Then I just kept going back, and COVID came and that. So then they saw it on x-ray in 2020. So last June, they took them three screws out and gave me a whole hip replacement. And I just want to come back and tell you, I know it's through God, but I, since you're human and I'm human, I thank you. When you pray for me, like LaGrange Hospital, I live in Schulenburg, is closing. So everybody, oh, I got to get a doctor. I got to get a doctor. So I said, I better go and get myself checked out, too. They gave me an x-ray Tuesday. He said, for the rest of your life, come back here once a year for an x-ray because you are healed. <laughs> and I say, thank you, Jesus. And I, ble I believe wholeheartedly. And what I've been doing in my hometown, Donna, a friend right there, she says, if you're available, help people. So what I've been doing with my sister and different ones going to operation, I go to help them, and I go to help them after the operation, like a nurse's aide. Because if you're available, help people and what you're going through and sickness and everything, God put you there so you can be stronger to help his people. Thank you, dear. Amen. Any good? Yeah, prophetic team, if you guys will go ahead and come on up um, while I share for a quick second. I want to make sure that this is really clear. When we talk about healing, I say this a lot, but when we talk about healing, going to doctors and using medicine is not a second-class healing, you guys. Okay? God uses everything. He's the God of science. It's his idea, right, how he wired us and everything, too, so he can use all of it. You only obey the Lord when he tells you. You know, like you don't get off your meds until he says it. Like you got to know it's him, right? You hear what I'm saying? Like I have people sometimes battle all the time between like, should we do this? Should we not? Am I, maybe I'm not in faith. No, no, no. Childlike faith, but we also use wisdom. So we pray for plan A till the fruit shows up, right? Like till the fruit shows up. So we can pray for plan A till the fruit shows up. I'm going to wear this brace until the fruit shows up. Does that make sense? I take the brace off and I test it out, but I'm going to do it because I'm also going to obey my doctor. I'm going to go to the physical therapy and do the things that I need to do because that's wisdom. It's not a lack of faith, right? But yet I'm still thankful because I'm praying I don't need surgery. It's not as bad. It didn't swell. Do you, do you hear the mindset? Like you can still pray for plan A. Don't let disappointment or unbelief come in, but it doesn't mean that you have no faith when you still go see a doctor and still take your medicine and do things you're supposed to do. So I want to make sure that's really clear, but it is important when you hear the Lord 
you learn to hear him and you obey. And that's what we do in prophetic ministry as we spend this time now. The team here is available to be coached because um, that's what our prophetic ministry team is, is that basically all of you can prophesy. All the children can hear the Lord, right? We should all be that way. We're a prophetic house. Um, but we have a specific team that wants to grow in this actually as a ministry. And so that's why they're up here. Just remember, we're all human. We know in part. We prophesy in part. Sometimes you only get a piece of the puzzle. We might get a bit of the revelation. We might have an interpretation. But really, you're the one that has to test and judge the word. You're the one that has to interpret and then apply the word. Okay? Does that make sense? So we'll do some individual personal prophetic ministry time now. If you don't happen to get called, but you hear a word that resonates in your spirit, it's okay again. By faith, grab it. Right? God's no respecter of persons. And yet, at the same time, the one that we're calling out, that's who it's for, okay? That's who it's for. But by faith, if it resonates in your spirit, Holy Spirit can do lots of things with these prophetic uh, words as well. The other thing I'm going to ask you to do is treasure the word. We record, we live stream and stuff. You can always go back and listen to it again. Oftentimes, I train people to get your phone out and to hit the voice recorder because when you treasure the word, you steward the word, you're actually believing God for that being his word, and you pray into it just like you would anything else that he would share with you, any other sermon that lit up inside of you, any other time when you're reading your Bible, any other thing that he gives you to you personally, when you pray into those prophetic words, even if you're not really sure and you're like, uh, I don't really know. Listen, there are words that can take 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years sometimes before they come to pass. How faithful are you to steward those words, to pray into those words, and to believe for those words? It doesn't mean you have to make them happen, okay? You don't necessarily need an Ishmael, okay? So you don't have to make them happen. If God said it, he'll do it. But sometimes there is a partnering to the word. There is your part in it. So the example I use all the time is if, you feel called to the nations, God's going to send you to a particular nation. Well, the one thing you can do is start studying that culture or get a passport or learn the language or try the food. You know what I mean? Like there's something that you can do to partner with the Lord in coming into agreement with that word. But you, it's not on you to make it come to pass. If God said it, he'll do it. Does that make sense? Amen. This is for Dorothy and Mike. Thank you. This is for Dorothy. That's fine. It'll it'll record online. Um, the fishers on your dress, you will be fishers of men, but you will be setting people free from the stripes. I see freedom. Um, I see you stepping into that, and I see you stepping into that, and setting people free, walking them through it with the freedom that you have, you have earned. I see you setting others free with that too and walking in that. Amen. Dorothy, I just heard the Lord say you're going to be writing. I don't know if you're writing right now, um, but there's something about your personal testimony. Um, the Lord's going to show you what details to leave in and what details to leave out but there's something about your personal testimony that's going to bring breakthrough for people. And it's like um, the picture I'm seeing right now is it's like, you know, when we do things and you have a gospel track or something, you're trying to walk people through some steps or like the steps to freedom or whatever. But it's really going to be, God's going to send people that you're going to be able to relate to immediately. And you're going to have like a tool in your tool belt to be like, oh, been there, done that. Let me tell you about this one. Let me tell about this testimony. And I, I just see the Lord encouraging you to go through the timeline of your life and the story of your life and writing down those testimonies because it's going to do two things. One, it's going to remind you of who he is and what he did. And the second is, is you're going to have a remembrance, a list of those stories to be able to pull them right out. And it's like a card. I almost see it like a card kind of that you're going to pull out in the memory and be able to go, hey, there was this time, there's this story, or whatever. So I just encourage you to pray through that. But I, I just feel like the Lord's going to use it as a tool to be able to bring breakthrough for people. So thank you, Lord. So Miss Terry in the back. Hey. Um, so I saw very vividly you at a tea party with Jesus. But it was like, you know, a very elegant English, like, garden party. Like, I saw flowers blooming all around you and but the party was just for you too there was no one else um and I just felt like he was saying through that that you can ask him questions like he's right there in front of you 
and he will answer it immediately. And I feel like you're in that season right now and it's just starting, but I want you to be encouraged that when you ask a question, it will immediately be given to you. Like you have that intimacy with him and he wants to be with you. He's ecstatic to be at that party just for you. He's not there for anyone else. He's there just for you. So I just bless you and I just release a supernatural quickening of being able to hear the Lord speak to you and and just feel his love and his I feel like exuberance like he's so excited to be in the presence of you bless you that I was just hearing he's sweet talking you (laughs) so uh he's just loving on you so um you know sometimes when we get all the stuff of life we just need to hear the Lord recenter on him and he's just sweet talking you so I love that he's talking to you like that um I didn't have a word when I came up here, but um, I would like to do something as an activation. Um, so Jay and I went to a 50th anniversary celebration yesterday for one of his, his cousins, dad's cousins. And um, what was highlighted to me is what it takes to stay married for 50 years. And so I would like to just have you guys stand up that have been married for 10 years or more. If you'll go ahead and stand up. Years or more. And how about if you've been married 20 years or more? Keep standing. Stand up is still if you're married 20 years or more. How about 25? 30? 35? Yeah, I know. (laughs) 40? 45? 50? Almost so close. Yay, Terry in the back. Yay. Jill and Terry. Yay. All right. Yay. Wow. 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 Praise God. Praise God. And this, this, those of you who stood up, that's a testimony of your faithfulness, right? Some of you would say long-suffering. <laughs> um, I, I would say it's, it's loyalty. It's long-suffering. How about um, anybody who's worked at the same place for more than 10 years stand up? Same place for more than 10 years? Anybody who's worked at the same place for more than 10 years? How about 15 years? 20? 25? 30? 35? 40? Oh, so close. So close. <laughs> I got on that way. You know what? That's that's a lifetime, isn't it? A lifetime of faithfulness. And what uh, what I felt like the Lord was highlighting in this is faithfulness in relationships, right? And you notice how some of the same people were the same ones standing up, right? If you are um, worrying, like, can I do this? Can I can I be? You know, I feel like the Lord's growing me in loyalty or faithfulness. Find one of those people because I feel like um, the Lord is wants to honor those people because. That's something that they did. They contended for. That's ground they contended for. And um, I want to honor you guys, and I feel like the Lord wants to honor those of you who have been faithful and those of you who have been loyal and those of you who have stood the test and stayed. And so I bless you in Jesus' name. Um, I just wanted to add on. I actually have two. I want to add on to Dorothy, and then I have a new person. So... <laughs> really it's just confirmation um, with the, you know, just freedom um, and where you've walked through freedom and the releasing of freedom that you're going to offer to those around you. And I don't know why this is, I've never told you this, but it's been the longest time, but for some reason you remind me of my mom and um, it's about to be a year that she's passed. And, um, and I, and I don't know why, because like you're, you, it's not the personality or look or anything like that. And maybe it's just the giving spirit, you know, of, of always, always being there, always just willing to, um, you know, if we ever needed a babysitter or anything, like it, it was never a no. Like she wanted to be there through everything and not always appreciated. You know, as we, we grow up, sometimes we don't appreciate the things that, that are given to us. And so I feel like that you've gone through a season of maybe feeling that. But I feel like the Lord is redeeming that and that he has and he's bringing through, he has brought you through a season of freedom and is still bringing you through that season of freedom. And you're going to be able to use that 
um, with other people that he's putting in your life and that you have a sphere of influence, especially with the generation and, and the women that you're around. And so I just bless you with that. Um, <laughs> and for my sister. So I know it's hard to, to give a word to someone that you know very, very personally. And I don't know why I'm feeling emotional right now. It's weird. Because um, I'm really not an emotional person, Cindy knows. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I, just, uh, I just feel like there's a breaking. And I know that you know this, and I don't know if you feel it, but I feel like the Lord is really breaking something. And I got the picture. Maybe it's because of the conversation you were talking about, a broken mirror <laughs> the other day. But I, like, I don't think that that's a coincidence when God puts something in our mind and gives me a picture and a reminder of something. And I know that sometimes you feel that you don't hear the Lord, but you're a feeler. And what you feel, that's God speaking through you. And so I just want to bless you in that. And I just want you to know that I do feel like the Lord is, is, is breaking things and that there is going to be clarity. Like you're looking through a mirror, but sometimes like, you know, there's the old superstition that it's, it's bad luck, but it's not because God redeems. He redeems. And so there's going to be a different clarity. There's going to be a different vision. And I feel like that he is he's going to bring revelation to you where you're going to have clarity and to be able to, you may not, I know sometimes, and this is for anybody who feels that they can't hear the Lord. If you feel just anything, sometimes when you step into a room and you feel that, you have that, that, that instinct, like that, that's Holy Spirit speaking to our heart. And so I just, I just declare that I declare that you hear the voice of the Lord. Jesus' name. Okay. I just declare and I release that he is going to bring downloads to you, that you, it is happening now, that it is happening right now, that you hear his voice, you know what he's saying to you, that you will be able to speak it through your mouth. You will speak it through your mouth, what he says to you. Those things that you feel will be released to everybody that you encounter. And we just bless you with that. You receive it right now in the name of Jesus. Uh, sorry. Um, you. <laughs> black shirt, black hair, arms crossed. Yes, you. Um, what's your name, by the way? Michelle. Um, it was very short, but I just got two words that I, I felt like I needed to deliver to you, and I believe it's going to break something. Is I just heard warrior battering ram, you're called to break things open. And I release that in the name of Jesus. The freedom is what I just keep seeing, is the freedom that you're going to set people through that battering ram. It's not just to knock down doors and open pathways, but it's to set the captives free. And I declare that you will set people free. Yeah, and I feel like um, even as you said that, I feel like there's a breaker anointing on you. And what that means is you, you break up things because there's, um, <laughs> the Lord's reminding me of a word that I got one time because I can be hard-headed. Right. And so, so when you, when you're a breaker, when you break through places, you kind of plow ahead. We call it the tip of the spear because you're a forerunner and you're a pioneer and you go ahead of places. And sometimes in harder ground, sometimes it has to get plowed ahead. And so there can be some weariness and some difficulty and some of that. But the freedom that's going to come is not just for you. It's for the people that's going to come along behind you. So I feel like you're actually setting a path for other people and you're setting a path for other people to be able to follow you. So you may not necessarily be gathering the people, but the Lord is plowing you ahead so that people can be able to follow the path that you're, that you're creating. So I see that happening and I feel like it's actually in business or career and and work, um, especially like, I feel like there's a particular grace on you to be able to do that. And, and I hear the Lord saying right now that even if people don't understand that, the more, you know, your calling and your identity in that and how you do it is what will be fine tuned, but it's what you're going to be doing because it's who you are. It's part of what you bring to the table. Um, and so embrace it. Don't shy from it. Thank you, Lord. New words. All right, the gentleman right here with the plaid. Yes, you, glasses. What's your name? Aaron? 
Okay, awesome. So, okay, tell me, because I think it starts with a word of knowledge, so let me make sure I got the word of knowledge correct before I go into the prophecy. Um, are you a more factual gentleman, like very fact-oriented, um, slightly higher achiever, kind of like wanting to know the facts of everything, like nothing is emotional-based? It is all like I need to know the facts for it to be truth. Does that? Mom's laughing, so I'm, I'm going to go with yeah. Okay. All right. You're giving me this serious face, but mom's laughing. So thank you for confirming. Okay. So, okay. So I just feel like the Lord is saying that he loves that about you, but it's time for a spiritual awakening. Like I see it now. So I just declare that right now you are going to feel him. Like it's not going to be just a factual knowing things about God or knowing things about, I don't know, anything that you're learning and studying because I see you studying a lot. Um, but I, I, you're going to, you're going to feel it. You're going to spiritually, tangibly experience it. And so I just declare that that spiritual awakening, I could just see like a revival inside you. And so I just thank you, Father, that you're, you're going to open your, expand the view. He's going to expand the sight that you have in the spirit. Like you've never seen it before. You might've read or heard things about it and said, well, I haven't experienced it. So it's not true. Get ready because you're going to experience it. It's going to become more truthful than anything else you've ever read. So I just bless you with that in the name of Jesus. Um, so the Lord showed me a picture of Oreos for you. So I don't know if you like Oreos, but but he, <laughs> eyes got real big. But anyway, the Lord said Oreos. And, um, and I was like, what about Oreos, God? And I saw him dipping them in milk as she was talking. And so there's, the, you know, there's the yummy, gooey stuff on the inside, especially get the double stuff or whatever. So I feel like the Lord says, yeah, he's double stuff. And that's because your heart is like really tender on the inside, right? And, and so it kind of has to get through maybe the other, the reasoning barrier, the kind of things that, that you're naturally wired and it's gift. It's a gifting. It's good. Just what she said. It's a blessing. But I see the Lord just wants to dunk you and the Holy Spirit. He just wants to dunk you in, right? It's almost like being baptized into the Holy Spirit. Whoa, thank you, Jesus. Oh, I just felt that one. So we just, I just release it right now, Father, just a grace right now, just the baptism of the Holy Spirit right now to come not just upon him, but within him, because that Oreo cookie cannot stay together when it gets the, the, the milk. <laughs> oh, and I thank you, Lord, as you release joy, that joy is going to be a superpower. Joy is the power that we wield inside. It's your strength. So I thank you, Lord, that joy is the strength. Um, you carry wisdom as well, but he says you can't lean on wisdom only because it's not about man's wisdom. It's about his wisdom, and sometimes his wisdom is weird. And so thank you, Jesus, that there's joy. That's that childlike joy that he's actually activating inside of you again. That's why the Oreos are there, like dipping them in the milk. He just keeps showing me dipping them in the milk and it's ooey gooey and it crumbles all over the place because it softens. So I thank you, Father, as you just release the, the anointing on. You said your name is Aaron. Oh, there's a smearing of the anointing of Aaron running down your, whoa, running down your beard. Whoa, sorry. Not trying to be weird, but I just keep feeling it. And so thank you, Jesus. Yeah, you're feeling it right now too, aren't you? <laughs> thank you, Lord. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thank you. I know it's weird. It's okay. Weird is supernatural in the dictionary. So that's all right. So thank you, Jesus. Just pour more, more, Lord. More. 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 And I just release that to anyone else in the room right now. If you feel dry, Lord. Please just come right now and just dunk us all. Whoa, just dunk us, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In the deep end of the pool, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Fill us up and refresh us. Release a fresh baptism of your Holy Spirit, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Whoa. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, the Lord says that you're a leader, um, that you're a leader, and it's easy for you to step into leadership. Um, but he wants to be the one to teach you how to lead his way um, and, not, and not model anybody else's. Like I know there's lots of leadership programs and things out there that's all good, but there's something very specific about your intimacy with him in this season right now that he's drawing you and he's wooing you into his heart. Like I, I really feel like it's the father specifically saying he's mine. He's mine. And, and he's going to show you, the, the father is going to show you his heart for you so that you know, that you know, that you know you're his. 
and you're a good son. Thank you, Jesus. I just saw steam coming out of your ears, and this may sound far-fetched and mind-blowing, what she's been saying, but your ears will be opened, and you will hear. Caitlin, I got one for you. Um, I just hear adventure all over you, and I get you this image of you, maybe it's the cowboy boots, like riding into this endless horizon with no end in sight, and you can go as far as you want to go, and he's saying, come and get ready, it's going to be a good ride. So I release that over you right now, in Jesus' name. So I'm not going to look at anybody because when we prophesy, we always are to encourage build up, um, comfort. And I know there's been prophetic ministry. I'm speaking to a few people in this room. That's why I'm not looking at you because I don't want you to receive the word from a place of condemnation, guilt, or shame. But I heard the Lord say specifically, there's a number of people in the room this morning, and he highlighted you that you've been wrestling with faith and you've been wrestling with when things haven't happened on the timeline, you requested it to happen, and you question whether God was good or if he loved you or if he even could do it. And the Lord took me immediately to First Peter chapter 3, verse 22, and it says this, Now Christ has gone to heaven. He is seated in the place of honor next to God, and all the angels and authorities and powers accept his authority. And what I heard the Lord say is the, the path to promotion and expansion for you is, actually accepting his authority, which means you're not always going to know. You're on a need-to-know basis, and what you need to know is you need to know his heart, and you need to know he's good, but you don't always need to know his reason. And so there's some in the room right now, you've been struggling with taking that next step of faith, and the Lord says, would you just accept that Christ is in heaven, the Father accepts his authority. The angels accept his authority. Even the demons accept his authority. Will you accept his authority? And so I'm just going to ask by faith right now, if there's anybody in the room, you need to step into that. I'm, again, I wasn't going to call anybody up, but the Lord said to do it. So would you just stand up if that's you, like you felt like you need to step into a place of acceptance of his authority? I know you're in the room. Father, I dishonor faith. I thank you that you never work with guilt, shame, or condemnation. But your spirit came to convince us of your righteousness. And in order for you to convince us of your righteousness, we have to accept your authority. So right now, I just bless each person that stood up by faith, Lord God. And I release now the supernatural gift of faith because they had the boldness to stand up, not in shame, but by faith to say, I want to accept the authority of the Lord. And so I just declare over you right now that because you've stepped into that place of acceptance of his authority, now doors will open before you. And possibilities that once stood there before you will suddenly flee because you've accepted the authority of the Lord. Doubt that used to plague you, especially I see some of you in the dark of the night, it would come up to you in dreams and, and just like nightmares and things like this. And, and the Lord is settling that now in the name of Jesus because you've actually settled for you and your spirit that the Lord has all authority and you can trust him with all that authority. And so I just declare right now breakthrough and now joy is going to come. I just release joy to you right now, a, way, a breaking of the weariness, strength come. In Jesus' name, would you just flow, Spirit of God, come into this place. We're not afraid of laughter. It's a good thing to take the joy of the Lord. Come, Holy Spirit.
Yeah. I bind, I bind that voice that's coming to accuse. I heard it. What are you doing, laughing? Silence the voice of the enemy now in the name of Jesus. And instead, I release you permission. Step into the fullness of it now. Step into the fullness now. Step into the fullness now in Jesus' name. Step into the fullness now in Jesus' name. Ha, 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 Oh, thank you, Lord. You know, that's how you step into joy is you got to start laughing. Ha, 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 ha. Come on, let's just try it just right now. Just let it bubble up. There's a river of life that comes in. Bubble up. Ha, 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 ha. Ho, 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 ho. Come on, I'm a fool for Jesus. Whose fool are you? Like, come on, like, just let it bubble up inside. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. And every lie that comes, we just laugh at it. <laughs> yes. Why? Because God is the God who's seated in heavenly places and he sits on his throne and laughs. Why do the nations rage? Nice try, Satan. Uh -uh. No. <laughs> do you know how big my God is? <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Joy is a superpower. Joy is a superpower. It's a treasure. It's a weapon. We thank you, Lord. Last thing I'm going to share as we close up, I just have this corporate word for everybody. You guys have probably been hearing this in the winds and other prophetic ministries and things are seeing that, but if you can't tell, there's a real shift happening in the world right now. There's a hunger. There's a hunger for the Lord, a hunger for his presence, and there's going to be a hunger for his people to show up. And it's going to be in the simplest and the smallest of ways, kind of like we were talking about earlier. No matter what it is that you can do, you can serve somewhere, you can love somewhere. But the Lord wanted me to highlight as, as um, we were talking about Love New Braunfels and we're bringing that outreach back. Guys, we, we want outreach to be a lifestyle. Right? The kingdom is a lifestyle. Everywhere we go, we represent Jesus. We speak, we talk, we love, we hug, we serve. You guys are generous people. I know you do that, but I just want to encourage you because sometimes as we go, we get weary in the going sometimes. And what the enemy wants to do is he wants to convince you that you're in such lack or you're in such need. Who are you to be able to do other things? Or the enemy is going to come with lots of distractions Lots of distractions. Oh, well, now I'm going to have to focus on this, and now I'm going to have to do that, and now I'm going to do that, or whatever, and how am I going to get this other stuff done? And God is not the God of overwhelm or the God of chaos. He's a God of order. So it may be that he is shifting the order of your priorities right now. Whoa. Okay? And sometimes he does things, again, Romans 8.28, he will use everything right? According to his plans and purposes for you, it's for your good. He'll use it all, no matter what. He's going to use this in my PT for my good. I don't know why, but I'm just telling you, I know that there's always going to be good coming. And it's just like um, the lady who shared, hey, even if you're having to sit in the doctor's office or in the PT room or whatever it is, there might be somebody there that I would have never met had I not gone into that room for whatever reason. Did God cause my injury? No way. No way. Okay, but I'm just telling you, he orchestrates everything for our good. So we look for opportunity. And the Love New Braunfels event, when the Lord first showed me that event, he gave me a vision of us going outside of these four walls and impacting this neighborhood. This area, this neighborhood right here is one of the poorest in all of New Braunfels. And this is a, a people group and an outreach opportunity for us to just love people. We're going to go door to door and we're just going to pray for people and just say, hey, do you have a prayer request? That's it. We're not trying to get new members at Legacy. We're just going to love on people. That's why the, the, the whole event is called hashtag love New Braunfels. We just want to love. Why? Because he first loved us and we're just going to show up. Well, what does love look like? Here's the challenge. What does love look like to you? What does it look like through you? Right? How do we activate love? Well, it may be doing some really simple little service, but I'm going to tell you, radical change took place with people got saved, healed, delivered, set free. And even if it was just generosity that broke off poverty off of people because they came to get their car washed and they're trying to give us money and we're like, we don't want your money. And they kept trying to give it to us. and like, we don't want your money. This is not a fundraiser. We're not sending our youth to missions trip and needing to raise money. Like, this isn't, this isn't about us. This is just to love you. That's it. That's the message. Why are you doing this? 
because Jesus loves you, and we just want to love you because everybody deserves to feel loved every now and then. That's it. That is the message. And you, if you can, if you can hold a sponge, if you can dry a car with a towel, if you can, you know, talk to people, if you can face paint or do stuff with the kids, like it's going to be easy work. But this is an outreach that we're going to put together so that you guys will be activated. Why? Because a spirit of evangelism is being released like never before. Whoa. And there is a calling out that the God is revealing right now, a call to his people. He's going to do stuff in our hearts and in us first. He's awakening his body right now. He is building bridges. If you've seen some of that as well, I mean, I know it's been happening over years and decades, but I'm just telling you there's a fresh wind right now for unity in the body. That's why the enemy wants to come after division in relationships, and marriages, and people, and in churches, and places. He's trying to sow division. Why? Because unity is powerful. Where one puts a thousand to fight, two put ten thousand. There's a multiplying factor when we join together, and a three-chord strand is not so easily broken, right? And so there's a fresh wave of evangelism coming. We're going to do evangelism training. We're going to equip you. We're going to give you tools. We're going to give you opportunity, but I'm going to tell you right now, it's a lifestyle that he's calling us into. You might be an evangelist. There are a few of you in here that are like evangelists, but there's a whole lot of you going, I'm not an evangelist though, Cindy. It doesn't matter. It's the evangelists aren't supposed to be the ones going and bringing people to the Lord. It's the evangelists who are supposed to equip the saints for the work of ministry. So the saints are supposed to be apostolic, prophetic, evangelistic, pastoral, and teaching. You're supposed to be marked and colored by the fivefold, by all fivefold. You're going to have a bent towards some others, some gifts towards some others or whatever. But I'm telling you right now, the Lord is moving and there are people desperate for Jesus and you have him and you know him. If you, if you know enough to have said yes to him, you know enough to help somebody else say yes. And it's simple. It's a simple gospel. And so the prophetic word corporately is I see this move of God moving where we're going to be compelled to tell people. We're going to be compelled to tell people, do you know Jesus? Because he knows you. He knows every detail of your life. And he loves you. And he works everything for his good. It doesn't always look like it. It doesn't always feel like it sometimes, but he is. He's good and he's faithful. How can I pray for you right now? How can I build a relationship with you? And, and how can we learn how to do friendship and relationship again? Like there's going to be a, a spirit of reconciliation, but I'm telling you right now, there's an evangelistic awakening that's happening right now. And yeah, we've heard revivals and things popping up here and there. There's gatherings that are taking place and that's amazing. Don't get me wrong. That's amazing. But I'm going to tell you, it just takes one person to have one conversation and one moment for a life to change. And when that life changes, every person that comes into contact with that person's life is changed. Their family, generations, legacy, their workplace, their neighborhood. It just takes one person to touch one person to change everything. Jesus started with 12 and he changed the world. So Father, right now, I just ask that a spirit Father, of hunger will come upon us right now. A hunger for your presence, a hunger for your word, a hunger for your truth, for your gospel to go forth. God, I ask for a hunger, Lord, in our hearts where we will feel your heart, Father, for your lost sons and daughters. For those that are weary and struggling, yes, that need to be revived, but God, there are so many that don't know you and they're looking for other things and other gods and other places. They're looking for identity in so many other ways. God, I ask that you bubble up within us a fire, a desire, God, to love people well, right where you want them, right where you need us to be. So I ask God that you give us eyes to see and ears to hear and a heart to understand starting now. Starting now, God, help us to see your people, your sons and daughters. Help us to know what to say. We open our mouths, God. You said you'll fill it. So we choose to listen and obey because we've chosen to surrender all to you. So I thank you, Father, that we are going to see multitudes come to Jesus. We're going to see salvations on a regular basis. 
We're not just going to have new members from different churches and different places. We're going to see people coming to the Lord. And Lord, I thank you that you're equipping us to love so well that it doesn't matter their history, what they look like, what they're dealing with. It doesn't matter how long it takes to disciple and to love them because we are going to love them well. So I thank you, Lord, for that spirit of evangelism that's coming right now, the hunger and the desire, Father, for breakthrough for people, and that you're empowering us to be that. So I thank you, and we love you, God. Send us forth with your joy, and it's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us as we seek first after God's kingdom and release it to transform lives and cities. If you would like more information about how to grow in the kingdom or connect with Legacy, go to our website, www.legacynb.com.